What is up, crushes? Thank you for joining us today. Did your team win this weekend? Did your team play this weekend? Did they look cute? We feel you. Tell us all about it. And we will tell you all about our very special co-host today. You know him. He exists. He's Dan. Hey, Dan. Sup? Hi. Um, You're missing a key portion of this intro for me. Um, I think former crush of the week is supposed to be in there. Yeah, you're right. I did forget about that. That is correct. You are a former crush of the week. Yep. (laughs) Our first woman, actually, who's on here. Um, Well, since you're here, um, make sure you follow us at soccer underscore crush on Twitter and Instagram, where you will get to see Dan not win crush of the week again, but you can nominate literally anyone else and join book club, share your soccer news. It's a digital version of a slumber party. And don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast five stars wherever you get them and share with everyone you know. We really appreciate it. And we should say that Dean is here because Beth is not. Beth is having the time of her life, living it up with dress in Spain and there in Portugal today. She made the mistake of saying we could record while mm-hmm. she was gone. So we can't be held responsible but i did see that they ate churros for dinner one night yes. so they're not being responsible either honestly beth out of respect for you that's the only reason why we didn't invite someone who supports chelsea on <gasps> opportunity missed i know i just <laughs> i was like oh god liverpool uh-huh. again <laughs> oh my god it restores the balance yeah, it, you know it does um Speaking of Beth, my rapid fire is how disappointed do you think we'll make Beth during this episode? On a scale of one to 10? Sure. G. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to work hard to uh, uphold the Liverpool legacy here. So I'm going to try not to disappoint her. Uh, You you will. I believe it. I'm sure I will. There's a history in my life of disappointing women. So we'll just keep it going. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Now he can do it. Oh, Lord. Okay, so Dan, you have a rapid fire. Yeah, so I am not actually finished with Ted Lasso yet, but I just want to know everybody's um, favorite Ted Lasso moment so far. I'm halfway through season three, so... Spoilers? You can, I don't care. I have two. One is the dart scene. And then the second one is Coach was surrounded by Poopy. Casey has not stopped saying poop it. Poop it. Poop it. That is a fantastic one. Um, I think the dart scene is the best scene in Ted Lasso, period. I think that's the one we all kind of get behind. Um, <laughs> Akufa doing the poop, yeah, poop on the mannequin was, really was also pretty fantastic as well. <laughs> moment. What's your favorite Ted Lasso moment? Uh, the dart scene so far. Um, I did like the quote of like... Um, Oh shit, I forgot already, but I posted it. It was like, um, fight forward, not back, uh, from with, uh, Sam's dad. I like that one a lot. Um, it's poignant and, uh, it's the moment in, in the society. So, uh, that was it. But I mean, that show's just so stupid, but so good that I can't ever stop loving it. It's so good. I love it that no matter what league of soccer you watch, we're all like, I have a Ted Lasso's awesome. Yep. Except for the people who hate on him because they want to be contrarian and just illegal. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, well, fuck them anyway. They don't. They don't like joy. They don't like joy. That's yeah. fine. What is one book you've read this year that you want to read again? Um. Yeah. You know, I read this one 
by my new favorite author, Natalia Ginsburg, called Family Lexicon. And I will probably read it again before the uh, year is through. Oh, oh man. My, like, well, half of my TBR is to go back and reread things that I've read this year because I read them so quickly. <laughs> like, I want to go back and annotate them all. To be clear, we mean to be read, not Tampa Bay Rowdies. Oh. I mean... But it's, it's easy to get confused. We love them both. I love, yeah, I love my to be read list and also my Tampa Bay Rowdies. I want to reread The Persuaders. I listened to it, but I want to like read it this time because I know I missed some things. And You're was, welcome. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> I can't believe I'm thanking a man. Ugh. Oh, and me of all the men. Oh, man. Gross. All right, and we're done here. Thank you for joining us. It's still burning. As Columbus, they're still there. Oh. What? Host headlines. I don't have one. That's okay. Mine is important. Our Lord and Savior, Captain America, Becky Sauerbrunn, is missing the World Cup, and life is cruel. It is a dark abyss. Yeah, and then... I saw that news on the train yesterday and almost started crying because what is the women's world cup? What is the world cup without Becky Sauerbrunn on that team? Like, I mean, there's just opportunities for other people and you know, this team is deep, but like she's the glue. She's the constant. If I knew the last world cup was her last world cup, I would have enjoyed it more. And I enjoyed it a lot, but I would have enjoyed it more for her. Yep. I agree. I do have to be one of those people to say we have so many players missing the Women's World Cup. Uh, we are very cruel to women soccer players. Mm-hmm. We don't give them enough time to rest or any of that stuff. There's a lot of injury. But it does go to show you how deep the U.S. women's bench is. And whatever team they put up there, you know, it's going to be fantastic. The I, I saw, like, somebody's got a running list of the women's star players with ACL tears across the globe and it's, it's disgusting. Lot. Like we're obviously doing something completely wrong when it comes to women's soccer across the world that the turf, the no time off, like it's, it's disgusting and we need to do better because what, what, what is a sport without its stars? And also um, just people getting hurt is uh, unconscionable. Yeah. Especially in a country where healthcare is so expensive. What? Yeah. 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 Toby, sorry. Don't ever apologize for your dogs. He was just barking. He just has a lot to say about your headline. Hi, Casey. Hi, Casey. She's the real star here. I mean, my headline, oh, God. We're going to kick the hornet's nest here with, uh, you know, Greg Berhalter being rehired. What? So the Reinas (laughs) didn't have anything to do with it? Oh, my gosh. So I texted Nicole this morning because... After all of the insane things I saw on Twitter this weekend, I was like, listen, I don't follow the men like this. What am I missing? Because people are comparing him to her. Yeah. Yeah. There was a picture of GGG on one side, half of his face, and the other half of a a man I don't even... I was like, why? Hmm. Explain it to me like I'm five. It's just soccer. Like, it is just soccer. And, like, I found my... It's just... (laughs) That's how I feel about the men's national team. (laughs) I mean, I understand that, like, 
people don't like his record and maybe they don't like him. And that's fair. I don't like Joe Ellis. That's fine. But the fact that they got further in the World Cup than they did four years ago, they have won whatever pretend trophy they won this weekend that people think matters. I mean, they're statistically doing better which, yes, we there's more talent there, but you can have as much talent in the world, and if the coach sucks, then it doesn't matter. Like, Vladko playing women out of, out of position all the time. So, why are we comparing him to... I think if you're going to be mad at anything, be mad that he's making three times as much as Vladko is to coach men who yep. did women who yep. win. Yeah. But... Yep. It's it's the the U.S. men's team Twitter or social media sphere is so toxic and so gross. It is. Like, I un- can't do it. These yeah. people need to go outside and touch yeah. grass. Like talk- that's what I said. Like I said to <laughs> Tottenham fans. There's a there's a Tottenham fan at the Met today, and I almost said something to him, and I was just like, uh, I don't need to get into a fight in the middle of a museum. Not worth it. They have to live being a Tottenham fan. That's it's enough. True. Their life is hard enough. Yeah, I win on that. That's that's true. Are you going to still hate them when Harry Kane leaves to go to like Madrid? No, we don't hate them because of Harry Kane. He's just a part of the region. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Abby's still. <laughs> My jury's out. I'm like, would that make me like them? No, no. I don't know who I hate more, Tottenham or Harry Kane. I, I think Tottenham. if. Kane. When, when Harry Kane leaves, I don't think I'll care as much because then they're yeah. like. Mid table fodder. Yeah, they're mid table fodder. I feel them the same way I would about like, you know, Brighton or something. Like, I don't don't think about Brighton. Yeah. Hmm. Well, (laughs) speaking of, let's talk about some of our favorite matches since we've last recorded. Uh, (laughs) Can we do yours last because it's funny? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, yesterday, Spirit, uh, Washington Spirit versus Casey, Michelle Cooper of Kansas City scored the fastest goal in NWSL history at 22 seconds, which was incredible, but then they lost 3-2. Happens. But great, mm. great goal. 22 I'll seconds. take it. 22 seconds. I think the only goal I've seen faster than that was when Danny Kunick scored in seven seconds for FC Cincinnati. So, that's <laughs> to live up to Wait. Shell. Was that a scrimmage? Because I don't see Cincinnati back being good other than this year. Oh, this was like twenty USL, so it was when so. they were still. Oh, yeah. It was okay. a um, No, that's incredible. I think Michelle Cooper is is a yes. up and coming player that you should have your eyes on and be watching. And don't be surprised if she gets a a World Cup or not a World Cup call up, but a, a national team call up. Um, I, um, I I wanted to watch the highlight because I saw that, but I watched Gotham yesterday. I've been doing like culture things. Like I've been at the Met. I went to MoMA. Seeing That's what paintings happens when you're unemployed. It's when you live yeah, in cultural city that has a lot of diversity. It's mostly being unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a friend visiting from Florida, so he wanted to go. But uh, it, so I saw that. I can, we watched Gotham a day yesterday, but that was not fun. Um, they lost to Louisville of all places. Um, uh, but I think my favorite game so far, um, my teams haven't been doing great. So it's been pretty sad. Um, yeah. it's been pretty sad, but any Gotham game is a good game. I enjoy watching, uh, Lynn Williams do her thing. Lynn and, Williams uh, things. I love her. She's amazing. 
Um, my favorite match since we've last recorded is Jack Grealish versus alcohol. <laughs> I think the alcohol one, I have never seen a man more drunk in my life. I don't know that. How was he alive by the end of all the celebrating? How did you go through the parade? How did you not vomit on yourself? We have two theories. One, I got alcohol poisoning from him. And two, I think um, England did what they did with the Queen, and they put out a Jack Grealish body double yeah. while he recuperated with a lot of fluids and IVs. Did so, you see when they like got to the national team camp and they posted like the city treble winners? That man still was drunk. Like oh. you could see the hangover starting to set in, but he was just like, yeah, it was. <laughs> like, it was brutal. He probably had his last drink on the way to training. At this point, he just needs to keep going and just slowly wean himself off because that that hangover is going to be brutal. You can't have a hangover if you're still drunk. What didn't exactly that? So, and what was he doing? I saw where he was like, "Hey, I'm a turkey" or something, and he was needing shots. I just what was what was Jack doing? He he's a good time. Yeah, he's he a party. Of like his um teammates like walking with him out of the hotel and he has his hood up and his glasses on. And I'm like, this is like some <laughs> <laughs> he is not alive right now. And I saw he and Erling Holland both had on like the security safety vests. So they didn't point. lose him. Yeah. And I mean it was probably like friend, don't be alone. I'll do it too. <laughs> I think they just need to um, a week or two when they, before the titles decided to sign Jack Graylish to the team and just so he could party with the cup winners every year and just make it a, an ongoing thing. I would love that. That would be so fun. Um, I sent to our soccer crush chat this weekend. I am a New York times subscriber and I get Roy's weekly newsletter and he had a whole section article on Jack Grealish celebrating and it was called Himbo Jesus. And now I will be referring to him as nothing else. Oh, thank yeah. you. My love. Oh, she's the best. Hi, Casey. We love you, Casey. They say hi and they love you and you're the best. Oh, <laughs> girl soccer gang is really the best. It's true. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting married in less than five months. That's I, You're the lucky one here. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm unemployed living in New York City. <laughs> With your awesome lawyer wife. You're a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. Yeah. Of these two dumb dogs. You take that back right Lilo. now. Well. Okay. Lilo, Lilo is a genius. Toby is might be the dumbest dog I've ever met. My but, life, but he's the cutest. Like, he's the Jack Grealish of dogs. Oh, he's you know, Jesus. Gustavo, my cat, is the Jack Grealish of cats. I call him a himbo. <laughs> so yeah, I. Minnie's Erling Holland. Very silly. Lilo's the smartest until she, you know, eats things she's not supposed to. But um, she's like, the, she, well, we, we went to a road trip. We went to Florida two weeks ago. And in the backseat of the car, there was AC because we had to rent a car. And she figured it out and booped them closed with her nose. And she was like, I don't want them anymore. And I was like, cool, cool. And then when she wanted it, she would hit him with her paw to get me to open them. She is too smart. And then Toby, the opposite. That's fair. Well, Well, it's called balance. Yeah. 
We have very important things to discuss. Um, if anybody wants to hear Dan's soccer love story, it's like way back in season one. You'll have to go find it. It's very entertaining. There's also like 32 uh, seasons of the unused substitutes. If you want to hear him talk about soccer anymore, you can also <laughs> listen to those. Um, but now we are here to discuss more topics, soccer related. Um, we're sorry, Beth. But first on the list is our favorite transfer rumors. So it is summertime season. Everybody's talking about who's coming and going. Premier League is wild with rumors. Um, what what are some of the best ones you guys have heard? What are you invested in? What do you think is... I am very possible? invested in an article I sent you on Twitter this week about um, Tad Bowley and all of the big transfers he's sending to Saudi clubs and the geopolitical ramifications of all of this, it feels icky. I mean, what Saudi's doing, the sports washing, we could do a whole, yeah. like, subscriber-level, like, pay-money geopolitical podcast about that oh, crap. Yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon for more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's disgusting. I was just looking at it before I came on. And I, I think that uh, it's killing the spirit of the game. And I mean, there was England was flirting with that already with uh, the Newcastle deal. I mean, Manchester city, if we want to get into it, uh, but it's just, it's plummeting. And that's why like, I'm, I've been slowly shifting more towards Syria and Italy because it's less money. And like, it's bonkers. It's just as bonkers as the premier league. It's the but, same kind uh, of fascism, just less money. It's true. You're right, exactly. It's poor man's fascism. It's like, you know, Florida. Um, but it's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, my, I haven't, or my favorite transfer rumor I've seen from the Premier League is uh, somebody believing that Liverpool is going to pull it out for Mbappe. Oh. And like, and I'm just like, I love Liverpool a lot. Um, but do you know who they are as a club? Do you, where do you think Mbappe money is going to come from? Like, we'll have to sell like Mo and, you know, maybe Luis, you know, Luis Diaz and a couple other guys. And we'll just have him. We'll get rid of Van Dyke and just have Mbappe in the middle of the field playing every position. Don't make me say something nice about Liverpool. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Keep Mo. Why would you get rid of Mo? Exactly. We won't. We don't. You, you, you don't need Mbappe. No, no, just no. keep Mo. It's fine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> to see though Liverpool losing Bobby Firmino this season, or well for next season. I know Chelsea's losing everyone to Saudi. I don't Arabia. even know who's on Chelsea anymore. So yeah. neither do they. No, they have a roster of three thousand people, and none of them are who we want them to be. I'm sad though. We're not discussing that. My sad, well, my saddest transfer rumor is that Mason Mount and Manchester United, and uh, it grosses me out, and it makes me sad. He will look terrible in red, and I hate. There's a, I would have taken him in Liverpool red, but you know, that would that would have been fine. I would have been more okay with that. But I hate Manchester United. So I hate much. them. I hate both of them. I hate both Manchester's. They both suck. Do you have any favorite transfer rumors? No. Oh. 
<laughs> Very bitter about Chelsea transfers right now. Yes. And I'm mad that I just said something nice about Liverpool. I feel like I have to go like drink bleach. That should be so proud of you. I did that for yeah. Beth. There you go. You, you, you said something nice about men, me, and now Liverpool. You're on a roll tonight. Who are you? You guys are great. <laughs> Take a practice break to talk about what the root of soccer crush is. <laughs> Trisha needs a minute. Um, our next topic of discussion is Bill Conley, the, an ESPN staff writer, wrote an article about 15 teams to keep you entertained this summer. The American teams that they listed, Columbus Boo. Crew, Atlanta United, Portland Thorns, and Pittsburgh Browns. Do we agree or disagree that these are the the American teams that would entertain you this summer portland yes i have to put cincinnati on this list they have been tearing up the eastern conference and i have to get after all of the crap i've talked for all of the years of uh, cincy's existence i will give them props they are entertaining to watch they're fun um Obviously, I'm going to say the Rowdies should be there instead of Pittsburgh. Um, the Rowdies, what Neil Collins does with that team every year is fantastic and they're fun. Uh, but I would say those would be my two additions. And I'm not just saying that because where I'm at, I have been watching Cincinnati quietly on my phone or on Apple. One, because I want Evan Loro to get all of the, all of the winners medals and everything, but also they've been fun and Red Bull sucked. So like, I needed some fun soccer. This is a good balance. Okay. You say more things that make you feel icky that make me feel good. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Any compliments to Cincinnati? It does. I'm going to be showering soon. I feel you. Um, Columbus crew. Yeah. Boo hiss. Yeah. And I'm sorry. No one cares about Atlanta United right now. No. Anyone no. in NWSL, I would be happy for. So I'm not mad about the thorns. Pittsburgh? I don't support anything Pittsburgh. Nor should you. I don't even think that these teams are the most exciting in their respective leagues at the moment. Um, I would say MLS, I mean, absolutely. FC Cincinnati killing it. They have been incredible to watch. They've pulled out some winners that I just, unbelievable, like last minute winners. I would probably include St. Louis just because they are doing pretty well for their first year. I would, yes. I would Respect I would that. I would say St. Louis over the crew or Atlanta United. Um, I don't want to. We have a whole episode at the NWSL roundtable where we all just shit on the thorns. So I won't continue to do that. But I think if you were looking for an NWSL club to watch, maybe you don't know too many NWSL teams. Um, Casey Current is, mm-hmm. you know, pretty exciting to watch. Gotham is exciting. I would say Gotham would be the other one that's really exciting. And you don't even get to watch Midge Purse right now. So, like, you're going to come Christy back. Mewis. Right. Oh, man. But, so, yeah, I think Portland is the go-to because either them or Seattle, for some reason, with NWSL. And they're missing too much of the league. Like, uh, I think there's talent and entertainment all over I'm just surprised they actually included women's soccer. Like, if I'm being honest, especially from ESPN, I don't usually expect that. Uh, so, I mean, I guess there's that, but I think they just picked Portland because that was on like the first one that they saw and went with it. Hey, that name looks familiar. And then yeah. uh, Riverhounds, as far as USL, eh, no, just they looked at the top of the table and they were just no. like, "This is the exciting team." 
No. And I think that's pretty neglectful of the entire uh, Western Conference where there are some other equally exciting teams. That's a lie. There's no such thing as a USO Western Conference. I don't believe that exists. (laughs) I still have hurt in my heart because of some Western Conference teams. So I do have to acknowledge that. I I never believe they're real, especially like there's a team called Rio Grande Valley. That's not a real team. Yeah, that's that team does. Yeah, like I I don't believe half the Western Conference in USL exists, and I covered them for eight years. It's it's a it's a lie. It's true. I do feel like West or teams in the West pop up way more sporadically yeah. than they do in the East. Like I feel like I have a good grasp of the entire Eastern Conference and the West. Yeah. California has another team. They don't need it. They're fine. No. I know. I mean, Tampa Bay needs a NWSL team. Tampa Bay, give the Rowdies the NWSL. Why did Boston get one after they lost? And why did California get another one? Rude. It's so dumb. You know what isn't dumb? The MLS being a retirement league. It is true. True or false? (laughs) Messy to retirement? He's going out on top. He's won everything except an MLS Cup. And the U.S. Open Cup. He hasn't won that yet. Exactly. I So I thought MLS was on the right track of not being a retirement league. They were doing really well of attracting like maybe at the end of the peak talent and growing and developing homegrown talent or finding like young talent elsewhere. But then the Messi signing and then what Busquets signed with Inter Miami now too. Like now you're just redoing everything we've done. And like Beckham was a great deal because it gave like some weight to the league. Messi just likes Miami. Like, he wants to live in Miami and still play soccer. So he's like, yeah, sure. Like, we'll see how many games that he, he actually plays. Miami. Yeah, well, yeah, for Lauderdale. Yeah. And, like, we'll see how many games on turf he plays. How many, like, if he's going to fly to Portland and, you know, and play on he's not going to do that. And, like, the Open can... He'll so, come like, to- we'll see. Yeah. I so I don't know. I I wish I I mean don't get me wrong, it's done wonders for putting Inter Miami and MLS on like an international map, but I think it is long it's not as great for the league as Beckham was. I would also have to say it's not as entertaining as Latin. No, that was <laughs> Yeah, that like at least that was funny. Yeah, be funny. Right. I mean, I'm going to watch Messi uh, play when he does in MLS, just maybe the first couple games to see when he's like, what the hell did I do with my life? Like, but it'll be entertaining. Who said, we're not moving to Saudi Arabia. And he said, Valid. I mean, and I don't think like he's going to be as, re- he won't be as recognized in Miami as people think. Like he'll probably be able to still duck in to places and not have to worry about it. He shaves his beard. Nobody will recognize him. That's true. That's a good point. Um, Abby put a note in here that we need to address. Is Eden Hazard coming to MLS next? So the rumor is, is that he's on the verge of retirement. Come to Cincy. Would you just hop over to a season in MLS? I want to see that butt in person. With Evan Loro? I want to see it next time. (laughs) Let's twerk. Um, has he played a minute recently? Like, no, no. no, Dan, the thought thickens. Okay. Come on. Like I, he was such a big player in Chelsea and then he like left. And, and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen him on a team sheet or on the field. And yet people like, he's still 
there collecting the paycheck. So MLS might be the perfect place for him or they'll want him to play and uh, that won't happen. He's got money. He's fine. Yeah, that's true. He's got money and butt for days. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're not. I mean, you're correct. That is what he brings to the table. You're correct. Just ask. Still- yeah. <laughs> My two favorite things in a man. <laughs> I was going to say that's why I'm marrying Casey. Ask the money. <laughs> uh, speaking of ass, is the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Is the U.S. the kings of CONCACAF? We have apparently now won a couple times. We're getting real big in our britches. We just beat Canada. Christian Pulisic is holding trophies. (laughs) Um, U.S. men's national team, get a hold of yourselves. I literally don't care about any of them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this team is fun. This is like... Weston McKinney's fun. Uh, Tyler Adams, when he's healthy, is fun. Um, there's a good group of kids that are coming up that are great. And I would say, yeah, I think Mexico's um, in a in a downswing. Canada, I think, was fine uh, in qualifying last cycle, but I don't think they have the pieces to continue. So yeah, I think we'll have to do. We'll be kings of Concacaf. I think we're, we're because we're in our golden generation, quote unquote. So I think like that's we'll we'll keep that going for a few years, maybe another cycle or two. So you do think that we have, they will be the Kings for a reign of a few years. Yeah, I think so. Do you have any thoughts? Yes. And none I should share. Okay. (laughs) Well, our final topic of discussion, women's world cup predictions. What do we, we're we're winning it. Well, yeah, clearly. Right. That's the answer. It's the formality, right? Like we just have to play the game, just you know, appease the rest of the world. They can't just hand it to us. Are there any teams that you are apprehensive uh, about facing? I have an unpopular opinion. I don't Uh-oh. think the US is gonna win it. I no? them to, but I think we have a lot of injuries, and I think that the other women's national teams are a hell of a lot better than people are giving them credit for. Just because the U.S. women have always been on top, I think we really need to watch out for Brazil and England. I think yeah. it's definitely possible we can win. I I don't think we're going to. I think um, Rodman is... Yeah. I mean, I want to be wrong, but I really... It's going to be very, very hard this year. And it... That makes it great to watch, but I don't think we just have it in the bag. I think we can't go into it with that mentality at all. No, I agree. I mean, England, like you said, Brazil, France also worries me. Every now and again, Japan pops up and are ridiculously annoying and good. And I I think, and I think you're right. I think the rest of the world is finally catching up investment wise. Um, and we're going to see that pay off for them. And it's going to make the the World Cup more entertaining. I would like to say my Italian women are going to compete, but they're just not there yet. Like the Roma women have only been in existence for like five years, Uh, but they did win like almost everything this year because they are fantastic. I love them with my whole heart. But uh, I think um, we're going to, we're about to hit a good spot in, in women's football with World Cups being entertaining as all hell. I think don't discount that Sam Kerr is going to be in her home country yes. and Australia is going to come on strong. 
I'm going to say this. Chris Samuels is going to. Yeah. Do what you got to do. I I want Marta to have a World Cup before she retires. I really, I would love that for her. I would love that for her. That's very valid. She deserves it. She's one of the best I've ever watched. So we'll see what happens. I would love that for Marta and her lipstick collection. But (laughs) I will be happy for them because let's go ladies. Let's go ladies and lesbians. As long as it's not Canada, I don't care. (laughs) What? Christine Sinclair? Why are you? I don't like Canada. You're wearing Canada's colors right now. It says AS Roma. And then this is uh, Brooklyn Law School. It's red. That is on the Canadian flag. It's on the U.S. flag, too. We don't talk about them here. (laughs) Oh, no. It's turning back into the witchy banter. You guys, I don't (laughs) know that we were going to... I didn't think we'd last the whole episode. Mm, See. (laughs) All right. uh, We have a minute before Free Zoom kicks us off. Dan, any last thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, this was fun. I'm glad I came out of podcast retirement to um, talk some tactics and talk some soccer with you ladies. Uh, it was It's good. I like it. I miss you. Um, we miss you. Uh, I'd say that I miss your podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> you guys, it's a lot of work, though, and we know how time-consuming that is. And you are off doing new things and when you start your political podcast or if you just wanted to start doing like a drunk retelling of the west wing i would totally guest star <laughs> i mean that might be a good idea yeah i might hold you to that okay i'm down anytime i don't know if you know this but we have all the episodes here <laughs> <laughs> where did those come from i don't know that's don't so know. weird <laughs> surprise um we'll have to do this again yes. and maybe beth can come yeah yeah let me know um i don't do anything I yeah, make pasta. Unemployed. Which we want, by the way. We were talking about that this weekend. Yeah. I also just made a batch before I, I came on. <laughs> we need to go talk pasta. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today, Crushes. Dan, it was a time. Oh, it was awesome. If you would like to be a guest on Soccer Crush or maybe even co-host, let us know. We would love to have you. It's a good time. If you're a former uh, Crush of the Week, please also let us know. We would definitely love to have you. And for more fun, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at soccer underscore crush. Be sure to say hi and tell us who you're crushing on or who's crushing it. And of course, thank you for listening to Soccer, soccer crush. crush. I miss that. Thank you.